Hey everybody, welcome to BAMCast Extra, episode 15. Wow, that's like how many movies we've watched in the Amityville series. Feels like it. Uh, we are starting Generation 2 mm-hmm. with the, its one entry. Gen 2. Gen 2 of Amityville, uh, 2005's Amityville Horror Remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to get to that in a minute, but I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And if you've been following along, we're watching all the Amityville Horror movies. Either. <laughs> <laughs> All, we all is have been. We have been. Yes, I'm not saying we will. Okay, I'm saying up to this point we've watched them all. All right. Uh, so uh, the last one came out in '96, '98, something like that. I don't remember, but uh, so it they was, took their time. It was '96, yeah, as I recall. Okay, yeah, that's right, because there's nine years difference. Yeah. Got their shit together. Someone was like, "Hey, sure, let's let's reboot this thing." That someone was Michael Bay. Uh huh. Or at least his Platinum, Platinum Dunes, Dunes, Dunes company. company yeah. Company who thinks they should remake every horror movie. Uh-huh. So they remade the Amityville Horror. Movie. Yes. And it is full-on remake of the first movie. Uh-huh. Uh, with some with some twists. Sure. Some differences. Some small differences, yeah. Uh, some added flair. Ooh. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so all these things. So, okay. Uh, this one stars uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, he's dreamy. Serious actor Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. uh, as George Lutz. Uh-huh. And uh, Melissa George is his wife. Mm-hmm. Kathy. <laughs> Kathy? <laughs> Kathy? Yep. Uh, and they got their kids and all that. Mm-hmm. So this one starts uh, realistically, sort of, in that it actually starts with the actual DeFeo family. Sure. Getting yes. murdered. Whereas in the first movie, it was kind of unclear and they made up another name for it or whatever. But so this has uh, yeah, all the pieces came together. Finally, they paid or didn't care about certain people. I just think they said, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, come at us, bro. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this one starts a few years before 74, whenever this takes place um, with uh, Ronnie DeFeo uh, going around and murdering everyone in his family in a real MTV like hyper cut fade to black. A lot of bullshit flashy natural born killers kind of editing throughout this entire scene. Sure. Um, but yeah, he goes around and murders his whole family, including a bonus kid, bonus kid, not part of the original family kid. They made up for this movie. Hmm. Jody. Okay. Jody DeFeo. Uh huh. To help explain that bullshit. Oh, Oh, I didn't realize that was not a name, (laughs) not a kid. Okay. Not an actual victim. Hmm. They just made that up. So they're like, Hey, this will make more sense. If we don't make it a pig thing, we just make it a dead kid. Sure. Um, so yeah, there's, there's our first big, big change. Uh, that's, uh, his last victim. And, uh, then the family is, uh, well, they're, uh, getting ready. Yeah. Well, Ryan Reynolds and Melissa George are uh, driving. Actually, they're hanging out in their house. They're hanging out in their house first. Yeah. Yeah. They're just chilling and the family's trying to enter. Yeah. intermingle and i guess they're all her kids yeah they are yeah and in this one the husband's dead right okay um I, whereas i think in the first one the implication was they just got divorced sure okay um but yeah uh so so zombie a, dad. a premise a premise <laughs> that could play off better in the original movie now done in this one mm-hmm. like when that movie came out divorce was like <gasps> and now i think they thought if they had done that and had characters react to it like oh divorce ew people today would be like what yeah <laughs> what's I, wrong with you i guess so for whatever reason dad's dead mm-hmm. um and there are three completely different looking children in this family um 
just like someone picked up the kid variety pack at the store. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> just add water. 90 <laughs> seconds of the microwave. And they're, they're, you know, they're in various stages of being dismayed about Ryan Reynolds being a part of the family. Sure. Uh, they've kind of added an older kid who's shitty. Yeah, he's like 12 and into Kiss and Alice Cooper and shit like that. So, yeah. he's, you know, he's he's angsty. Yeah. Uh, right. But he's also shitty. And yeah, he's a little shitty. And I, I really hope that in the pitch meeting, they were like, hey, you know what would make the Amityville Horror better? A shitty kid. <laughs> Audiences love shitty kids. They sure do. Yeah. So they threw him in there. Well, he's um, the guy that just, you know, will emphatically say, all right, George, yeah. you're not my real dad, <laughs> yes. George. Yeah. Um, but this is kind of a trend with these. There's always this older shitty kid in the blended family who's just like this, who's the worst. I mean. Yeah. Well, why break tradition? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- we don't really see where they're living, but they're just like, we're somewhere we've, else in Long Island. Yeah. It's but they're just like, place. we got to find another place. Well, I don't yeah, know why. They look pretty cramped. It looks okay. like a small place. Okay. But well, yeah, George is, I think, as was for real, perhaps, you know, who, who's to say what's real in this bullshit made up world? But yeah. he's a, you know, contractor guy. His yes. business is going fairly well. Yes. And that now, you know, they have this blended family. So it's time to look for a better house. Mm hmm. So uh, the business never comes up again. <laughs> no, not, really. not like in the first movie where the business is suffering a little bit. Cause I mean, like he pretty much makes the basement his home office, but you know, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, they go shopping for a house mm-hmm. and they're driving in a neighborhood where he's like, there's no way we can afford a house right around here. And she's like, yeah, but this one right here. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It's, and, in, it's cheap. It's in the paper and we're here. Yeah. Uh, so they pull up. And uh, it's nervous real estate agent is like, yeah, uh, you like the place? Please take it. <laughs> uh, by the way, not the original Amityville house. They have reconstructed this thing somewhere else. It doesn't. It looks like it looks like some sort of like plantation house with like the Amityville facade tacked on to the front of it somewhere. Yeah. Um, it's got like this super gigantic base. Like the first floor is just like this big, you know, ballroom looking structure and then there's house bolted on top of it uh i think i read that this is in like wisconsin or something like that so okay they just new york fuck it we're not filming there um but yeah so they they meet the uh, real estate agent who is clearly nervous mm-hmm. uh for <laughs> understandable reasons uh, but she shows them around and they're just like get the fuck out you know the people not the ghosts yet uh they're just like we can't this can't be real um and and there's a weird bit where Kathy looks up and sees just like disgusting mold and and mm-hmm. stuff at the ceiling and like doesn't nudge her contractor husband and be like check that out. Um, yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah, um, that's kind of as as close to that plot point comes up in the movie. It's just like oh that's gonna happen, but it doesn't. It never yeah. really does. Um, but yeah, the real estate agent is just like showing him around and uh won't go in the basement no <laughs> although she's like she opens the doors like and there's your basement and then they start going down and she's like oh dear god <laughs> um yeah nothing nothing the ghosts are behaved yeah. during this well they they uh they knock a I'm, i swear to god i had the exact same alarm clock growing up sure um they knock this alarm clock off and it's you know stopped at 3 15 mm-hmm. they and he just picks it up and like oh yeah chucks it it only comes up again because once, you know, they're like, yeah, sure, we'll take it. Uh, so what's the catch? You know, there's got to be a catch. Mm-hmm. Um, to which she's like, uh, all right, there was like a tragedy. <laughs> and they're like, define tragedy. And like, Go on. Uh, yeah, kid kind of murdered entire family. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, shit. Um, For half a second, she's like, should we do this? 
And he's like, eh, people hurt people. Houses don't hurt people. We'll do it. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, then they move in. Mm-hmm. in Which, a- you know, like I was going to say, like he tosses that alarm clock to the side. And then like when he's first moving stuff into the basement, it's sitting and mm-hmm. like plugged in. Or in playing, he, he thinks playing. it's on because yeah. he hears something coming from it. Right. But, but that's like right away. Yeah. Um, but man, like. The first movie, it seemed like they were moving in forever. Mm-hmm. This, they move in in an eight millimeter home movie mm-hmm. montage. Yeah. Uh, and then they actually say, they get a phone call and they're like, no, we're all moved in. Mm-hmm. It's like they just eliminate that entirely. It's just like, we are in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, they have wacky move in montage and mm-hmm. outside playing with the kids and all the kids are actually happy. Yep. You know, shitty kid is not being shitty. He's actually smiling and playing with balloons because, you know, I guess that's what kids do. <laughs> yeah. But then you got, like, we didn't really describe the other two. You got Bucktooth, middle child, mm-hmm. who's just, you know, I don't know, you want a Spielbergian kid. It's like, here, he's moppy-haired and got buck teeth. Yeah. There you go. That that kid. And the youngest daughter is a uh, hit girl. It's Chloe Grace Moritz. Yes. But she's, like, five. I yes. Don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And, yeah, they're just like, they're like, hey, great big house. Hooray. Yeah. We we love you, George. But thanks for that big house. Kind of right away, George is cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, they start into that pretty quick. Yeah. And so that's that's when he goes down to the basement to, you know, stoke the stoke boiler. The, yeah. And uh notices the clock or hears something. And that's when he thinks it's the right. the clock, which is now plugged in and hanging out on a counter. Um But who doesn't someone see the dead girl like right away? Like he does when they're having the sex. Does is that what it is? It's pretty much time? like the next. It's. The, I thought somebody saw her like in a reflection or something first, and was like, "Oh, was we that? did." Oh, um, they do that right away. Okay. Like we see stuff right away, and we see a lot of stuff that no one in the movie sees, okay. which is a bit of a cheat. But he, <clears throat> when he when he finishes with the boiler, comes back up, and then it like cuts to later in the night where he's just sweating, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, this would be a perfect time to have sex with him. So <laughs> they do, and that's when he kind of like looks around her and sees Jody hanging from the ceiling, and he's like, okay, nope. <laughs> we I don't feel good. We're not going to have sex anymore, so just stop it. Um, so that's kind of the ramping up. Um, but... <sighs> The difference between this and the other movie, the original film, is mm-hmm. that the house itself really isn't fucking with them. Like, the, the house isn't doing a lot of things. It, it's not really like a haunted house movie. It's more like a possession movie. It's like they're slowly yeah. possessing him, which is kind of what the first movie was going for, too. But it had more just bullshit house shenanigans in it. This kind of isn't because you're seeing dead people like right away mm-hmm. um so it's not just like oh that's weird that thing moved that's spooky it, it there's not a lot of that um and they also they pump the brakes on the whole priest thing like this is not a major part of this movie whatsoever no. and it and for the most of it i thought wasn't going to be in it at all right uh it comes up like late in the towards the third act yeah but there's no like hey come bless our house or anything like that these people don't seem religious in any way shape or form no um but yeah, I mean, so like uh, Melissa George like catches uh, the daughter talking to Jody, mm-hmm. and it's just like, "Who are you talking to?" It's like, "Oh, cute imaginary friend." Yeah, and I think she's like kind of cool with it. Like you know, nothing. She doesn't say anything real weird. It's just like, "Oh, great, you have an imaginary friend." There's lots of real you know kids you could play with in town. Yeah, and she's like, "All right, whatever." But 
it's not much longer after that before you know she starts saying Jody saying some fucked up shit. Yeah, because yeah. like uh, George finds her in the boathouse one day, mm-hmm. um, just like standing in the boat, catatonic, and they're screaming at her. And then finally, it's just like, "Oh, Jody wanted to show me something." It's mm-hmm. like, "Okay, kid, don't do that." Right. Um, I mean, it's because <sighs> that was the one where like Melissa George goes off to town or whatever, and he was supposed to be watching him, and yeah, that's what she wandered into so like. They start doing like family angst, you know, like shitty, shitty oldest kid is like, you know, my real dad, George, and that mm-hmm. kind of gets worse and worse and mm-hmm. um, kind of gets keeps getting blamed for some of the weird shit that's happening. So there's all this like your kids aren't disciplined and, you know, it just it starts it, ramping up the whole like I'm I'm the dad now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm taking over the, the discipline and I'm going to teach these kids how to, you know, right. Not stop fucking around. Any, 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 any. Just like in the first one, he starts the menacing with the chopping of firewood thing, yeah. you know, just out there angrily chopping firewood. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. One strange thing about this movie, there's several strange things about this movie, but I'm going to go ahead and say that Ryan Reynolds is not really, not the right choice here, I don't think, because he's being very Ryan Reynolds-y before the, the switch flip to where he becomes evil, sinister Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And it's such a jarring difference that it should be picked up on right away and it's not. And even when it is, his wife just kind of is like, Oh, you know, something's wrong with him. He's sick or moody or whatever. It's like, no, you've got happy jokey, Ryan Reynolds the whole time you move into this house and all of a sudden he's, you know, sinister man. There's something wrong. Right. I mean, um, I will it takes say, her a long time to address that. I, I will say in, in his defense, I liked, so there's something in this movie that I don't think ever really came up in the, in the original where there are a couple points like, you know, he's acting sick and throwing up and, you know, just acting moody as fuck. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, she straight up takes him to the doctor mm-hmm. and gets like a CAT scan MRI or something, you know, whatever of his brain. It's like, yeah, we don't see any swelling. Here's the psychiatrist number. That's that's after he took his bath. OK, is uh, it? that's when the, the ghosts. He, okay. he was like he was puking and sweating and he goes right. to take a bath and, and gets into the tub oh, and then right. ghost okay. hands try to drown him. Right. Uh, I guess he bashes the back of his head on the on the faucet, sure. and that's why he goes the the right. Yeah. So, but what's interesting in and what I was going to say why why I would give him credit in in this is I don't believe either. Well, they did leave one time, but the thing about the original one was is it didn't seem like it mattered if James Brolin left. Yeah. He was still asshole James Brolin. Yes. Even when, like, he was still moody when they went to, like, the wedding and stuff. Yes. And I liked that the switch flipped, like, as soon as they left the house, he was like, oh, actually, I'm I'm feeling fine now. Yeah. Because they do go out on a... Di- they, in this movie, there's yeah. no wedding. This movie, they go out on a dinner date just to be like, hey, what's going on with us? Right. But even, like, at the doctor, he's like, I, I've been feeling terrible, but I actually feel yeah. perfectly fine right now. Yeah. So they, they establish the hell out of that, that it's just basically, like, proximity to this house. Sure. Which, I, like I said, I, I liked because, I mean, I'm saying, it to his credit in acting, is, like, you could visibly tell, like, mm-hmm. I am now completely different. Yeah. Like, you know, facial expression change, every, whatever, you know. Yeah. I think... I think Ryan Reynolds' biggest fault is Ryan is Ryan Reynolds. Like, <laughs> you, you know, he's cultivated such a persona that like it's hard to buy him in anything except for wisecracking Ryan Reynolds. He's he's ju- I, he's just that natural kind of like wisecracky guy. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what you say to him, he's going to have some quippy thing to say back. 
And because this movie lets him do that in the first act, that kind of hurts the rest of it for me. Right. Well, I'm saying across the board, not just this movie. I think like that's his biggest problem is like, yeah. and also, you know, let's face it. He's a pretty dude and pretty dude aren't pretty dudes aren't supposed to be funny. No, so, especially not in the seventies. And another well, thing about yeah. that is like his quippy humor is modern in this. And just like, if you think you're a funny guy in the seventies, your humor would be shit. I'm sure it would just be like perhaps gong yes. show bullshit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. um, but okay, speaking of him being a pretty boy, uh, I took a note calling this movie the Abstiniville horror hmm. uh, because he's fucking ripped. Yeah, like I like no one in the seventies looked like this. Like Jack Lelaine would be like, "Oh damn!" <laughs> like how are we? <laughs> we must market you as the new person. The new like I don't know what if he was like training for Green Lantern or something like right before, right after. I don't remember when that came out, but. Or, no, or even X Men. That was around then, wasn't it? The yeah. first, first, first oh, go at that. Oh pool. God, yeah. right. Um, I just, I don't. I <laughs> he he is just fucking swimmer ripped guy, and no one in the seventies looked like that. Yeah. No, it wasn't that. That was like four years later. So oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know. Green Lantern. I think wasn't that after. I don't know. I don't know. It just it you know maybe he was just, maybe Blade <laughs> could have been Blade. I, we will find out why Ryan, why was Ryan Reynolds yes. like I should just, I should just Google that. <laughs> yes, why was Ryan Reynolds ripped to the Amityville Horror? Right. Um, it just it just doesn't seem right um, for the era. I oh, guess 2004. It was just before it, so maybe he still had his Blade body. Okay. Yeah, it was very important for yes. Blade <laughs> to be ripped. Well, he wasn't Blade. He didn't play Blade. No, I, know. I don't know if you're aware, but Blade is a black <laughs> vampire hunter guy. Oh, um, he wasn't Blade? Yeah, so it, it might just be like a, you know, a stretch for Ryan Reynolds oh, okay. to portray that. All right. So yeah. Triple H was Blade. No. No? No, no. He was the poodle. <laughs> the vampire poodle. <laughs> God. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he's ripped. Um, uh things happen just random yeah. things well, happen uh, yeah all right so more shit more weird st- shit starts happening um I, and this is all leading up to, like like all right so do we want i mean i don't remember at what point they go on the date do we want to talk about them going on the date it's about midway through they okay. go on the date he's been increasingly weird and sweaty and pukey right. um and so they're just like maybe we just need to get the fuck out of here yeah. you know i saw a babysitter's number in the paper or whatever up yeah. on the wall. And Shitty Kid's like, no, I'm old enough for... Yeah. I don't I'm 12 need a, years old. Yeah. I don't need a babysitter. I don't need a babysitter. I will not let her in this house. No. Right. She comes to the door. No. Doorbell rings. They go open the door. Yep. It's Rachel Nichols and like... <laughs> I, well, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. 1974 or 5, whatever. Maybe it was a different time, but like she's not wearing very much. Nah. No, I mean, it's barely like a handkerchief on yeah. her yeah. <laughs> upper torso. Yeah, like Daisy Duke was well better, better covered. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that the parents aren't like have no problem. Like Ryan Reynolds just pulls the other kid aside and, and just, it, still don't want, you, you know, want a babysitter. Yeah. And the older kids just like, yeah, <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, to which like Billy just kind of like gets her into his room at some point and is just doing that kid thing of like, here, look at all my shit. You know, check this thing out. Well, this is after she was uh, smoking smoking the weed in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knocks on the door and like, gives, her, gives her a giant bowl of popcorn. And she's like, you read my mind, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're just hanging out in his room and she starts doing the, the Gene Simmons tongue thing. And, and she's like, that's not some people don't think that's real. And he's like, yeah, well, <laughs> you keep doing it, I guess. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. 
Um, and then somebody had a babysitter fantasy because she starts saying all the things that if you were a 12 year old boy, it's like, yes, please. But, you know, not in <laughs> any sort of reality whatsoever. Yeah, right. No. But like, she's just like, do you French? Yeah. Or, he's like, you know, what? Yeah. Kissing, stupid. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then she just pretty much pivots into like the, oh, well, all right. If you want to talk about that, I'll talk about the other taboo thing, which is death and horror and all these things. Like, mm-hmm. it's really weird that you, you know, stay in this house and then there's a room. And he's like, why? What do you mean? She's like, you don't know about the previous family? I used to babysit for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird being back here for that, but uh, let, let me tell you what happened. Cover your ears. Ah, we murdered everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, he walked from room to room and bang, bang, mm-hmm. both these beds. And you sleep in the same beds, which... No, they don't. Yeah. They sleep in the same room. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of established that there was still some shit in the house, so possibly they took the stuff, too. Yeah, I maybe. don't know. I hadn't, haven't had the yard sale yet. Right. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um... But yeah, so like the oldest kid and middle kid hear this. Um, daughter is like in her room talking to, to Jody or herself or whatever. And yeah, I, I think she like wanders by because like the other kids freak out when they hear the whole story, and she's like, "Jody doesn't like you." Jody mm-hmm. said you were a bad babysitter. Mm-hmm. And well, she's got an etch a sketch. Okay, on it, and Jody has written "hate her" or something like that. So right. it's another thing this movie does is it's kind of like the box in a lot of ways where it's just like, Hey, look, it's the seventies. Like they will just give a kid like a seventies product and just be like, look, kid, this kid has thing. Well, but to be fair, didn't every kid have an etch a sketch? Yeah. But I'm just saying like, I mean, that's not, it's more, it's more indicative of a movie trying to prove its time period. than I didn't even notice it to me. Like, Oh, there's a bunch of that. So there's like at least four instances in this movie of look at products you remember I, from your childhood. I know, but I mean, I have I have a little bit of distance to when I was, you know, like the daughter's age. Yeah. But like I had all the same kind of oh, shit. Sure. You know, like I had a yeah, I had a just sketch Simon, you know. Yeah, I mean, I there's mean, a there's a light things, bright but, in yeah. this. They pull down like a box of super sugar smacks. I mean, it's like. I know. I, 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 I'm just saying the movies placement really took me out I know, of the movie. So. I, I'm just, no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm okay. saying like 70s movies had this stuff in it naturally. This is just like this is very obviously look at the nostalgia. I, I didn't even hear. I didn't even feel that okay. at all. Like all right. whatsoever. That's I was fine. just like that seemed natural that a kid would have an extra sketch to me. Okay. Right over. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So babysitter eventually gets locked in the closet. <laughs> yeah, that's some kind of weird dare. Oh, she's like, oh yeah, and in this room, the the daughter ate it, but she ate it in the closet. Mm-hmm. In this closet right here, and kids like, dare you dare go, you go in, in the closet? I'll, you know, give me your kiss poster if I do. Okay, yeah. So she does, and the door slams, and mm-hmm. she immediately goes into. Well, no, she doesn't immediately go into because she turns around and Jody's right there. I mean, yeah. Jody's There's a Jody. physical presence in this entire movie. Sure. Um, but yeah, turns around. Kid's got a bullet wound in her head and grabs the babysitter's finger and is like, here, put your finger in my bullet wound. Um, This is this leads to the babysitter freaking out. And it's justifiable in this case, whereas the first one, it was it was just like, hey, let me out. Oh, God, let me out. Mm -hmm. Um, There was weird talking stuff in the first one. Yeah, but this one really goes for it. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Yes. I mean, ghost ghost kid, put your finger in my bullet hole. Huh. One of those sets of words you never thought you'd hear together. No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, But yeah, so uh, they come home, find freaked out babysitter. She's like being carted off in an ambulance. Oh, yeah. All the kids are getting yelled at. Yes. And now it's like, 
No, it is serious discipline time. Yeah. And you, you kids try to murder the babysitter. <laughs> which means, let's go to town, buy a shitload of firewood. And not only am I going to chop it and make you carry it, but I'm going to make you hold the wood as I'm swinging the axe. Yeah, you're going to hold it, kid. You're going to learn. Now, yeah. all the kids at this point are like, this house is evil. Mm-hmm. We need to leave this house. And the parents, well, I mean, George is possessed, but Kathy's just like, that's dumb. Houses don't have evil in them. So he's going to punish you. Okay. And then she just, go, I don't know what she does, but she goes about well, her she, business. She, I think she decides to go see the priest because okay. she, she's starting to get some doubts. She's like, all right, there's some weird shit happening. And yeah, he's spazzing out on the kids a little bit too much. So, yeah. yeah. So she goes to see uh, the priest who's Philip Baker Hall in uh-huh. this one. Yep. Um, and she's like, yeah, I kind of need you to come bless my house. Like, there's something maybe evil. And he's like, yeah, there was a. There's a town, there's a family in town that thought, thought something different, and, she, and it's the DeFeos. And, and she's like, Is it the, the DeFeos? And yeah. you're like, Why do you ask? He's like, I'm living in their house. <laughs> Eyes wide. <laughs> dun, dun. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So she's off running around doing that, and he's disciplining the kids with the firewood. Mm-hmm. That's a good scene. Uh, this movie starts to get a little top, top heavy with child abuse type stuff, but. I don't know. Having this kid hold the firewood in this extended, like, okay, hold it still. I'm going to fucking chop it. It's pretty good intimidation stuff going mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah. So like there's, there's some point where he is just increasingly getting sweaty and weird and uh, ends up killing the dog. Um, yeah. He goes out to the boathouse cause it's open again. Cause he, he padlocked it after the incident with, yeah. the, with the youngest daughter. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, that son of a bitch. Oh, um, so there was also a scene where he accused the oldest kid of taking the keys. That's yes. why it was unlocked. Yes. Yeah, um, that's just increasing his. And also the kids keep opening all the windows. He thinks the kids keep opening all the windows. Yeah. Uh, so he's to, kind of screwed them down yeah. sort of. But yeah, he's been haphazardly nailing windows or nailing nails and screws into all the windows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he goes out to the boathouse and basically sees a full-on demon charge at him, mm-hmm. chops it with the axe that he has, and it's the dog. Yeah. And he wakes up and is like, oh shit, right. I just murdered the dog. Yeah. And covers that up somehow. I, I don't know what he does with the dog's body. But. I'm guessing dumped it in the water and then scrubbed down the, the dock, but mm-hmm. man, the next day the kids are just like, hey, Harry ran away, or we can't find Harry, and Ryan Reynolds is like, yeah, dogs run away sometimes. They're like, not Harry. Well, that's the trouble with Harry. And that that's... That's kind of the the trigger that gets her to go to the priest. Like that's that morning, of oh okay, he might have killed the dog. <laughs> I should probably go talk to someone about this. Um, but eventually, uh, the the priest comes out to the house mm-hmm. to uh, do his business to bless it. Oh oh okay yeah. I thought that was a little weird. <laughs> no sorry. Uh, comes out to you know do the whole thing and um, yeah. Well, I they thought just... you meant like a holy shit. <laughs> No, oh, okay. you can do that anywhere. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, it's it's that scene mm-hmm. again. You know, he's... well, to be fair, it's it's pretty good in this one because like he's going room <laughs> to room and basically gets into the creepy room with the eye windows. Yeah, and um, well, he's, as he's throwing the holy water, it's you know, oh, it's sizzling on the ground, right? Yeah, like um, like and, the whole house is hot. Yeah, and then he hears something in the vent. <laughs> grabs like an end table and climbs up on it and is looking in the vent and that's when the room decides to slam the door shut and basically he gets like fly blasted to the face because yeah i don't know thousands of flies just come pouring out of this vent all at once and Mm -hmm. swarm him yeah uh, they reopen the door and the voice says get out yeah 
So he does. Yeah, yeah. He just gets in his car and fucks off. Yeah, to he, which she comes out and is like, hey, what's, what's well, the yeah, matter? Well, yeah, Melissa George gets a lot closer than Margot Kidder did. Like, yeah, yes. Because <laughs> she's like, hey, what are you? He's just like, nope. <laughs> yeah, he looks at her just like, mm. nah. <laughs> drives away. Um, I actually thought that was going to be the end of his character, which would have ma- really made me laugh. Um, but now they have one more scene. Um, so, okay, there's, okay. They've they've come up with a new origin story for this whatever's going on in the house. They he George keeps he- in the basement keeps hearing someone say catch him and kill him over and over again. Mm-hmm. And at one point on the fridge, they've taken the the magnetic letters and made them spell that. Right. Um. So he just keeps hearing it over and over again, and that's kind of bothering him and driving him crazy. Um. Which is also what the DeFeo kid heard in the beginning in the opening scene. That's what he heard that made him snap and then go kill everybody. Um, so <sighs> Kathy goes to visit the priest again. Mm-hmm. She's like, what's the deal? Why'd you leave? And he's like, I'm scared of your house. So good luck to you. <laughs> Maybe consider moving. And that's it really for that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There is no like priest hierarchy. I thought she went back to the priest after she got the information because I thought she like dropped the knowledge of like on the priest. I thought she was like, of, oh, you're right. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. like she goes, she, to, she goes to the library when they open. Right. Yeah. Like, well, before they open, she's yeah. like banging on the door. <laughs> it's like, we're and not she open for two minutes. Microfilms all the stuff about the murders mm-hmm. and then starts like finds the name Ketchum or yes. on something. Yeah. And then because like, and it, and it, it's, you know, it's K-E-T-C-H-E-M, not yeah. catch them. No. You know? Yeah. It's a name, which I, to be honest, like I was watching this. I was like, oh, cool. They are going to set up something to carry these movies into the future. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were necessarily going to include it in this movie. Yeah. Because I thought it was going to be kind of like a, you know, like where Poltergeist wanted to go with mm-hmm. the crazy old yes. man and stuff. And you know, just never acknowledged it. Yeah. Um, because like that wasn't necessarily part of the first one. It was, you know, mm-hmm. so I thought this was like, okay, this is cool. They're actually setting up for sequels later. But, yeah. But no, like, cause they, she pulls out this like diary. <laughs> I, the history of Amityville. I, Giant I, books. I, I, I lo- well, no, it was like specifically about this guy. It was yeah. like a book about this guy. And yeah. I always love, because like, I've been to some libraries. I've I've been I've looked for some things occulty. Mm-hmm. You never find books that have these cool ass occult no pictures and all these dark tales. <laughs> these things never exist in any library. No, you're not found, finding the bound in human flesh right. written in blood book at yeah. your library. No, you're generally not. Um, <laughs> there is no discarded section of the <laughs> library where you could just find the coolest shit where no one dares go. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that she finds the book and just fucking slams it down well, on the table. that's what you do with giant books that have, like, a <laughs> buckle on them and stuff. But, yeah, so she just starts, like, reading this whole tale of what this guy did, which yeah. is basically went and got a bunch of Indians and put them in the basement of the house and tortured them to death yeah. in, the, in, the, in the most, like, Hellraiser kind of ways. Um, like, they had this whole... like Because he's also, like... Uh, George has kind of had these like visions where he's been down in this basement, mm-hmm. you know, sanctum cult yeah. lair or whatever thing. But and the dog had dug at the spot in the basement, and- right? But I mean, like they have like these deathbed things that have like blood drain things, you know, the kind of stuff you see in like 
the mummy movies and yeah. shit. Like, this is going to activate a seal. And- it, yes, exactly. Like, when all the blood converges on right. this, it'll fill the pentagram and then the devil appears. And, right. Um, yeah, so he's had visions of that. And so. Yeah, she, and then, but, and armed with the knowledge, she goes back to see the priest. Like, why did you abandon us? And he's yeah. like, that house, man. I don't, I don't know. It's evil. Yeah, know. She's it's- like, yeah, well, I think it might even be more evil because Ketchum, blah, 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 1600s murdered people. Mm-hmm. I think we should leave. And he's like, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you should probably get out. Uh, there's nothing else I could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to beg anybody for additional assistance or anything. Just I'm done here. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye. So, so, yeah. Like, so she's full on like, okay, we need to leave point now. So she like comes back home. And I think intercut with all that, all her driving around back and forth in the rain is when he starts sledgehammering the the wall down mm-hmm. in the basement to because he's like, okay, there's something back here. Right. Um, to which he gets back to. A house of horrors because like he's seeing like all this shit like real like yeah it's it's figured you know it's torture. jail cells and and stuff and he's just looking into each one and sees something horrific right every instance and immediately freaks out every time mm-hmm. um and then finally like gets to one final room doesn't he and sees the actual ketchum ketchum's dude. hanging out yeah. in the middle of this giant circular room and then just starts blood starts exploding just they just pelt Ryan Reynolds with blood. Well, because like, okay, I think this was, yeah, it was simultaneous because she's reading about like how he finally ended his life. He yeah. was like, I'm going to put my curse on this house forever. Right. Slices his neck, yeah. which blood sprays everywhere. And right. Curses the house or whatever. And sure. But Ryan Reynolds is getting the bloodbath. Yeah. You know, simultaneous to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah like he, I said, it's it's a it's a much better foundation for a future series of horror movies than yeah, any of the old stuff in the in the Amityville yard sale. Yeah, action. because it's not just a wishy washy like, well, it could be witches, it could be Indians, it could be a lamp. It could, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> whatever. It's, in a, it's in a lamp now. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so she comes back and she's kinda like, Okay, we're we're getting out of here. Yeah, he needed to leave. Um and so Ryan Reynolds is outside. Mm-hmm. Um, like on the in the boathouse doing something. Something. He's just outside, and that's that's when uh, the youngest kid is up on the roof. Yeah, was it? I think so. Okay, because yeah, we, I guess we didn't really mention that. There's, I think that might have happened before this trip, because I think that that might have been the final thing where it was like, okay. what the fuck is happening in my house? All right, because. Yeah, we didn't mention that. So the 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 daughter essentially, hmm, they were both away. And why did they both go away? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because they came driving up. Because the oldest, the shit kid, was watching the other two. It was yeah. And the little one was like, "I want to go get my teddy bears." Oh, that, that was when they came back from the hospital. Okay. That was the next morning. Was it? Okay. Yeah, they were coming back from the hospital. Um, oh, the, from seeing Rachel Nichols? No, from like the original hospital trip? Yeah. Wow. So like that happened that early on? I, I, yeah, I think it did. Okay. Because what happens is like, okay, so they're walking up to the door. Teddy bear falls in front of Ryan Reynolds and he looks up and, and right. the youngest daughter is up on the roof. Yeah. Because like I said, the oldest one was like, yeah, you can go get your teddy bear. Just yeah. don't, you know, I'll be in trouble if mom knows I left, you left my site. But. Yeah. So, the, I mean, this starts a big like rescue sequence mm-hmm. of get the kid. Because um, this is like, you know, a crazy tall house. It's like yeah. a three story house with a big attic and all kinds of shit. She's way up there. She is way up there. Um, so eventually they get her, but like the the mom pulls her aside and they're having a conversation with themselves like, why did you do that? And, sh- and she was like, well, Jody said I could go see dad if I did that, which technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so they're having this conversation trying to be like, you know, I miss dad, you know, miss him too. Ryan Reynolds is around the corner listening to this and just comes around and is like, what is wrong with you people? 
<laughs> you're all weirdos. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like the thing that that gets her to be like, okay, something's up here. Um, so, <sighs> fuck, I don't, I don't remember the, the chain yeah, like of I said, I, th- I think here. I think we screwed up a couple things of order, but <clears throat> we're we're just trying to cover all the crazy shit that happens, which is most of it. But yeah, anyway, there is a point where like, they're finally like, fuck it. We need to get out of here. Ryan Reynolds is just like hanging out by the boathouse being all creepy. I think when she comes out, is like, we've got to get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And, um, she's like trying to gather the kids and then he starts becoming more menacing. Like we're not going anywhere. All our money's tied up in this house. Like, well, they end up in the basement because that's when she sees that he's made coffins for everybody. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and written their names on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> I, I think it might have been one of the kids was down there screaming and that's why she went down there um, so he kind of comes in like yeah so what's the problem um, what you don't make coffins for your entire family <laughs> that's just rude yeah um, see how they kind of like get twisted around and try to barricade him down there um, and they all they all run out and then they run outside and then he grabs an axe um, and it's late and it's raining. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's so he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut the oldest kid's head off with this axe." And then she's grabs a shotgun and she points it at the back of his head and and is like, "No, no, you're not." Uh, to which he grabs the barrel and puts it on his forehead. He's like, "Come on, yeah, gonna, come at me, bro. You're gonna have to do this." And then she's like, "Oh God, I can't." Um, to which. He kind of starts to come at her, but then she just smacks him with the butt of the rifle and knocks him out. Um, Because, yeah, he's like, you're going to have to kill me. And she's like, no one's dying. Yeah. Smack. Yeah. Well, okay. So she hits him first. And then there's a weird, like, fake out scene where he gets back up and and kills her with the axe. um, To which he kind of then he bursts out of his, you know, oh, you hit me with a gun. And then that's when he's saying like, you're going to have to kill me or I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, no one's dying. And then she smacks him again. Um, and that's when they drag him out to the boat because like he slashed the tires on the truck. Like th- mm-hmm. they are not escaping via truck this time. Right. And also the house is basically like locked all the doors. You know, they, yeah, they did the thing where it's like, okay, time to go. And then the door's like, nah, mm-hmm. <laughs> also, not. also, also all the weird haphazard screws are screwing themselves in even further. Yeah. So like they, they're literally not getting out, but eventually yep. they, they do, they drag him to the boat and the oldest kid especially is like, no, fuck that guy. What are you doing? He's been trying to kill us. And she's like, no, no, it'll be okay. We just need to get him away from the house. So they just get in the boat and drive as fast as they can. And uh, eventually he kind of just kind of wakes up and is just like, okay, cool. I'm all right now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just immediately they pop up the whole, they never came back. <laughs> they yeah, just drove pretty, their boat away. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, escaping by boat. That's a, that's a new one. Yeah. Uh, and then cut, cut back to the house and you just see Jody ghost girl standing there. And then, I don't know, ghost hands, grab her and pull her down, drag her to hell. Sure. Something. I don't know. But that ends the Amityville horror. Mm-hmm. It's disjointed. And we described it as such because it's fucking disjointed. Um, and, and it, it, parts of it blend in with the original and then parts of it are its own thing. And it's hard to really determine recapping it and watching as many of these as we have, it, it's hard to, to stay straight on it, but th- those are the bullet points basically. Uh, so yeah, we were super stoked to watch the Amityville horror remake mm-hmm. and we did. We did. Yeah. Now it's over. 
Uh-huh. Uh, and we have talked about it. Yeah, we did. So I'm going to let you go first because I think you like this more than I do. Yeah, I, I, I like this okay. I wouldn't say I like like liked it. Um, But I I said going into this, I the only two Amityville movies I'd ever seen are one and two. Mm-hmm. And maybe part of one other one on TV. Like, I couldn't even tell you which one, but I'm pretty sure we've already passed it. Mm-hmm. But I, I nothing like stood out. Oh, yeah, I saw this on TV. Right. Anyway. Um, and, I, and I never liked the original one. So, like, this whole journey was, like, uh, filled with... I was I was oh. cautious. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> sure. It was just like, well, I never liked the first one. I really liked the second one because it's weird and crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think I was interested to see the remake because, you know, I, I'm i okay with remaking something if I'm not that big of a fan of the original one. Oh, sure. Um, or I feel like it can be improved. Like I've said before, I think the Fight, Fright Night remake is better than the original movie. But then again, I've never been that much of a fan of the original movie. So mm-hmm. I know that's sacrilege to some. I don't care. It's my opinion. Yeah. Um, but this, I think, is better than the original movie, too. Um does it make it a, a great movie? Nah, but it's it's <laughs> to me it, it was more interesting being kind of like a full on ghost thing instead of just not much happens. I mean, like yeah. I know you're saying like I think we're blending some of the haunted house shit because like almost nothing happens in that first one haunted oh, house wise. It's I know. just you know it's just basically just James Brolin like getting weirder and hairier and weirder throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and, come on, man, they steal that dude's money. It, they do steal the guy's money, yes. <laughs> that is a good ghost trick. They're, that is a good trick, yes. Um, but, you know, in, in a modern-day movie, I, I expect some actual ghost shenanigans. And mm-hmm. like I said, I, I was... When I saw the whole Ketchum thing coming up, and I was like, cool, I would actually... I would be interested in the future of the series if it continues exploring into that. And eventually, like by fourth movie, you have a one set in 1642 right. or whatever. Exactly. You know, so let's bring it on. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see Amityville origins or whatever. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean this, this movie I thought was fine and occasionally good. Like I thought there was actually some semi decent, creepy stuff happening in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, all that being said, it's not going to super high rating. I mean, I would just say it's about a two jocks, maybe a three jocks movie, but I'm going to go with two jocks. It's just, I would recommend watching this. If you're at all interested in this series, I think despite being very straightforward and maybe disjointed at times, it's still better than a shitload of the other stuff we've seen more watchable. And you know, this is the kind of movie you wouldn't offend me by saying I watched this and I've never seen the original. I'd be like, well, you got, the general idea yeah. of what happened, bullshit or not, you know, like yeah. here it is, you know, it's just, this one's a little bit more exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I didn't like this. Okay. I like it more than the original. It's, it's, it's strange to me because like watching it, there were scenes where I was like, I think this was done better in the original. And then I'm thinking, but I didn't like the way it was done in the original at all. Right. Um, so I, I just, a lot of the, a lot of the supernatural stuff just feels like bullshit to me. There, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a level of skill that kind of needs to be done to pull that stuff off sometimes. And this was just kind of like, there's a scene, like I think when the babysitter is walking around or something like that, where the camera pulls back and you see ghost hands grabbing Jody ghost up at the ceiling mm-hmm. 
And I it, think it's when she first walks in the closet. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. But it's like no one sees that. And so why are the ghosts doing it? It's there. There's there just seems to be some like a bunch of like we're just we've got some money to do a thing. And right. But I mean, OK, so like in the for that one specifically, it, they were painting a picture that Jody's the Jody ghost is not evil. Yeah. She's just kind of a victim of circumstance. And she actually was possibly trying to warn them about stuff. And so the the truly evil ghosts were like, no, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just it's, I, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a little wishy washy. It, it's they didn't flesh that out right. enough. Um, I don't know. I just I think you need to commit to that either way. If you're going to create this character, um, you can still have her be. You know, it's like that scene in The Sixth Sense with the kid under the bed. Mm -hmm. Like, when you first see that, you're like, oh, dear God, this is the most horrific ghost. And then you realize, oh, wait, no, she's trying to tell us something. It's just that she's a dead ghost, and it's it's hard to figure out exactly what it is. Sure. Um, it, there's, there's a line there of what how you can how you can demonstrate that, I guess. I... I don't. I don't know. I just. I just felt like a lot of this was bullshit. I. I felt like. I still feel like Ryan Reynolds is wrong for this movie. I just. Mm -hmm. I didn't take him seriously. Um, I. The things that they removed from the original story kind of grounded that first movie a little bit, like his business failing and stuff like that. And they just never had. The, the cast of this is so tiny. Like, there's no interaction with other people almost at all. I know. Um, like, and also, like fifty percent of the cast was on Alias. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, I, it is better than the original movie, I think. And I don't think that's sacrilegious or anything to say that because the Amityville horror is garbage. Most people kind of agree on that. There is no high esteem for that movie. Um, I, I do think it's better than that, but I just, something about it was just like, this is just that mid two thousands horror bullshit that yeah. just doesn't work for me. So I'm going to give it two bags. Um, there are bits and pieces and fits and starts in this movie where I kind of got on board with it. And then like something would happen and we'd just be like, eh. you know, it's like you want to have your, your main villain origin story, but have him not don't have him build this thing where all the blood flows into places and everything's all hellraisery and dumb. It's just, I don't know. They could have done that better. I think, I, I think they came up with an idea and then they were just like, Okay, I, I think I can I can settle on what bothers me about this movie. There, there's a thing started with Jacob's Ladder and then other movies just started doing the shit out of it is when you just take a character and shake them and then speed up the film. And that's supposed to be spooky. And that kind of shit just drives me crazy because it's dumb. It just looks dumb. Okay. And it's just rapid cutting. Now, here's a thing that you don't know what it is shaking back and forth. I don't know that it's that kind of thing. It's like when that happens in a movie, I'm like, ah, you suck. You're a terrible <laughs> filmmaker. You don't know what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, eh, I'm indifferent to it. Okay. I, I would have been interested to see where it went. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, if, there, if there was a true continuation, like, I think they should not have shown the Ketchum character. Like, I, to me, if they were trying to build a, a yeah, new no. franchise. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like all of these, quote unquote, Platinum Dunes new franchise things are just like, are like built on dental floss. They're, they're not strong. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't really expect to flush something out in a sequel because they're just throwing what, you know, everything at the wall and seeing if anything sticks. Yeah, nothing, like, hey, and then what about this? Nothing has. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, but like exploring the Ketchum character in a sequel would have been much more interesting. Sure. And I mean, the movie cost 20 million. It made 65. So 
made some money. Sure. Someone could have said, okay, make the next one for 10 mm-hmm. and cast a bunch of nobodies in it and go. You know, I, I'm surprised that didn't happen, but it's also MGM, which was a fucking nightmare around this time. Sure. So who knows? Okay, so yeah. we have started and finished Generation 2. So that's it? There, that's, there's nothing... This is the beginning and end of... There's nothing related to okay. this. Um, I thought all the sequels after this were based on this and not the original. No, and I'll tell you why I don't think that's true, because the next one that comes up is made by The Asylum. What? Yeah. I I have a hunch that someone just licensed out the image of the house and the name, and it just became a thing that you could license, so you wouldn't have to put the word American in front of your, your, your movie to get it higher in the Netflix thing. You could just put Amityville there, and also it would be up in the A's. Hmm. Yeah, so here's what here's what's potentially going to happen. We're going to do some research over the next week. Uh, I think the next three movies are all on Amazon Prime. Mm. If I remember my research okay. a couple weeks ago, I think they're all on Prime. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit and like throughout this week, sample them and see what we're what we've got. OK, if I think we can do a show with them, I'll let you know. You like let me know. Yes, you. Okay. okay. The nice. audience, you you'll just have to find out. Yeah. <laughs> you'll just have to tune in later. Uh, so either we're gonna we're gonna keep pressing on with these things, or if I see if I see even a hint of a sixteen dollar budget and a bunch of bullshit, we're we're gonna come up with something else. It's just not gonna happen. Maybe we'll skip to the Eric Roberts one. I don't know, but that one could also cost sixteen dollars. Uh, my my thing is it just it can't be lit with fluorescent lights and on video. That's, I know that's where I draw. I know if it's if it looks like it's shot with a with a handy cam and you know is just someone turn on their car lights to to light the scene. Nope. <laughs> but I'll jump ahead a bit. I'll I'll sample these. I'll figure out okay. what we're gonna do. Okay. Uh, we could be back next week with another Amityville movie. Uh, or Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you in 2017. <laughs> I don't know. We'll we have... might come up with a whole new thing, though, if we don't. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, who knows? We, we it, It's a surprise. It's a mystery. Oh, my sure. God. What could it be? I, all kinds of things. Next week, we may remake the show. <laughs> we may just talk about comic books next week. I don't know. Great. Uh, so with that kind of setup, how could you not come back next week and find out what we're going to talk about? Uh, <laughs> I got no answers. Man. That's a this is this is what they call a cliffhanger oh oh <laughs> with, with sylvester stallone yes so uh yeah so whatever we'll we'll be back next week with something um hopefully <laughs> something good uh but until until then i'm chuck and i'm harlow and this is bamcast extra out it's the house on the hill The house was loud.